Hello. Happy Sunday. Everyone doing how everyone's weekend. Looks like a new week. Yeah. God bless. Yeah, so I got a topic I got for tonight. I think I feel like a theme has developed over the week. Unattended. I wanted to make another video today, but I did not get to it. Um, but you know, sometimes it just doesn't happen. Do you, do I believe that? Oh, you're trying to get me banned quick. I'll say that I don't believe that the mark is out there right now. Just put it that way. So take that for what you will. Oh, gosh, I keep looking to see that. Too short. Uh, weekend was too short. Yeah, I feel that. I often feel that. So, so I'm going to try to extend this night, this, uh, this weekend into the night and then uh, regret it tomorrow, making Monday suck even more. <laughs> no, but that probably will happen. Elon is working on the mark. Um, very likely. Yeah. Uh, what headset is this? These are just, I think these are Harman. Um, I guess they're, was it Harman something? Uh, Headphones, noise canceling. So there's a guy on here teaching that that this is the mark right now. Well, like I said, a lot a lot of things don't line up biblically on that being the mark. Uh, you know, I've often said that was a precursor to the mark. Um, the um, you know, you guys, everybody knows what I'm talking about. I think just like the way society has been kind of like put it this way: if they came up with a mark now, people are more would be ready, more ready for it. I mean, with no, with no buildup at all, I mean, a, a mark seems is, is obviously, you can kind of see how it would work now with the public pressure and all that kind of stuff. But no, I don't see anything that um, to indicate that it is. I mean, I know a lot of people, see a lot of people, they are trying to fit a, a square peg in a round hole when they say that anything is the mark currently. Um, because what the Bible actually says about the mark is, it's going to be something that you can't buy or sell without. So who, who cannot buy or sell without this thing? Whose mark is it? Okay, so that's another question. Who, whose mark is it? You know? See, this is when people get into the idea that a physical temple is not going to be in Jerusalem. And therefore, we're the temple. And therefore, the Antichrist is actually going to enter us. Again, as I said, no man is entering me <laughs> in any which way. So no, I don't believe that's, that's not how it works. I mean, put it this way. Our body, we're living stones. As we what Peter talks about, we're living stones to God's temple. So now, I mean, and you realize he who is in me is greater than he is in the world. So therefore, an antichrist could not enter God's temple, this temple, because he's not as powerful as the Holy Spirit. So that's not happening. So therefore, it doesn't really work. And how's he going to say he's God inside me? You know, it does not. Yeah, the, the Antichrist has not been revealed yet. But I also feel like that. You know, this is the way I've, this is why I felt for a while now is that you have this new world order push. And so what I believe is that a lot of the infrastructure that's going to be that the beast is going to run one day 
is going to be set up by the new world order. That's why like one man could take this thing over at some point, but somebody has got to lay the groundwork for it to, for the one world to come together. And I believe obviously that's happening. It's been happening for a long time, but I mean, it's, it's heating up big time now. Hello, Taylor. Welcome. Welcome to the live. So yeah, I don't think that's it, but um, yeah. So no, and that's not what I really want to talk about tonight. Um, if there is a market the beast out there, um, I'm definitely interested in that, uh, <laughs> what it might be. But no, I don't believe it's out there. Um, again, the man of sin has not as yet to be revealed. Um, does that mean the mark couldn't? Hello. Does that mean the mark could not come before the Antichrist is revealed? I'm not saying that it couldn't. I mean, I think that it's likely that he will be revealed. But put it this way, you know, you could have you could have the mark out there. And then eventually it's a man kind of reveals himself to be the man behind the mark which is possible. So I would never rest on, rest on your laurel saying, well, I can get this thing because he's, because he hasn't been revealed yet because the Bible doesn't explicitly say that he's got to be revealed first. So, you know, remember, remember the stakes that we're dealing with. If you take it, you know, that you're going to drink from the cup of God's wrath pour, poured out at full strength. And you will not go. You weren't despite what John MacArthur said, you are not going to have any take the market. Full stop. No, no. That's what the Bible says. But yes, as we get into the top, yes, Disney is straight evil. So that's the topic tonight. Disney is evil. And so I read an I read an article and I was thinking about making a TikTok about it. But then I thought, you know what? This is a better topic for a live discussion. So this is this is stuff I've been pointing out for a while now. But it's interesting when it's written explicitly in, uh, you know, black and white from like a national newspaper. It was the Salt Lake Tribune, the Mormon paper of record. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's, I don't know if they promote Mormonism. They probably don't. I think Salt Lake is pretty liberal, but they were basically saying like, you know, they talk about a lot about the satanic panic and you know what? That'd be a, that sounds like an awesome band name, satanic panic. Also a good TikTok account name, you know? So if I come up with the fourth backup, it'll probably be called satanic panic. So I'm not panicking. It just sounds cool. But yeah, so they're saying like the first, the first, uh, uh, which I did a TikTok earlier this past week about Hocus Pocus and how satanic that movie is. And I don't say that lightly. I'm saying that the, the book of spells that those satanic witches, and guess what? All witches are satanic, whether they're named Elsa, they do white magic, they do, they do uh, bewitched. They're getting their power from the demonic. They're getting the power from... It's evil. The source is evil. Right. So but explicitly in the Hocus Pocus movie, they get the book. They said the books from the devil himself. The devil gave them the magic book. Right. The literally that's what the movie says that they got the book from the devil himself. Yes. Oh, yes. And so and again, this is a this, this these women get uh, what resurrected for one night only unless they suck the life out of young children. Okay, so there you go. All right, you want you want to stop? How about this? You're going to be stopped permanently because you're blocked now. Yeah, yeah, you're you're yeah. I'll stop. I'll stop you. Um, yeah. So hocus pocus was explicitly a satanic theme. I think at one point because it's Halloween, some guys dressed up like the devil, and they basically say, "Oh yeah, um, funny seeing you here." 
oh, they were like all impressed to see, see their mask. They actually called him master. Somebody was dressed up like the devil and he called, they called him master. Okay, so, so if anything, the first Hocus Pocus movie was honest at least. So what, so what this, this new article actually said was, was that they, uh, that no longer is, Disney is not saying magic's evil anymore. That witchcraft is not evil anymore. I mean, that's what, that's what it's saying. The witchcraft is no longer evil. So now we're not talking about the, this, this, they get the power from the devil or anything like that. Now they're saying it's not. And they were actually saying they started doing that when they started putting in this stuff in Sabrina the witch, you know, Sabrina the teenage witch. And so now it's not the devil that gives them powers. It's like the na- nature gives them powers, right? It's nature's in their sacred groves and, you know, there's special places. They got special crystals. They've got all kinds of things that are, you know, so now it's more subtle and it's, and you know who the bad guy is? So, okay. So now, you know, who's not the bad guy. So the devil's not the bad guy anymore. The, uh, the witches that are trying to suck the life out of young children are not the bad guys anymore. Oh, the, the bad guys are the patriarchy and uh, Christians. So the Christians who were, t- were going after, you know, of course, people doing bad things in the name of Jesus, trying to burn witches. You know, I'm not condoning that either. But so the people who were trying to obviously kill witches, which is funny because the first movie implies that the witches they were trying to kill probably deserved it because they were trying to suck the life out of young children. Okay, they were trying to suck the life out of young children. They literally were satanic because they got their they got their book from the devil himself. Right. They got the book from the devil himself. So the Salem witch trials, you know, know, the first movie implies that they weren't wrong. Okay, it's kind of like a big trying to to go back and try to put the toothpaste back in that tube. Right. You admitted the devil, the devil gave him the, the power. And now you admitted that these witches literally were serving the devil. They called him master. All right. And so now they're trying to say, oh, forget everything we said. Magic's not evil. Witchcraft's not evil. It is. It always has been evil. And if it wasn't for Disney, no one would ever think anything different. Well, maybe that's not true. But it's hard to imagine uh, our lives without Disney and it influencing you to, like, you know, try to deify royalty. You know, the idea of princes, kings, princesses, you know, princes, prince charmings, all this kind of stuff. When we live in a place where we know that royalty is not, we don't want that. We don't want a king to rule over us. God didn't want a king to rule over us. But the magic kingdom does. They want a king. They want, a, they want the witch. They, their, their biggest movie now is Frozen, where you got a witch queen. The witch is the queen now, right? Hello. And she blows up. A, <laughs> and her and her sister team up to blow up a dam. So, yeah, um, again, Hoover Dam, anyone? Like, what is this about? It's crazy. So it really is. They really are pushing that agenda. And it's like, it, like I said, now it's in the, in the print, in print, that this is what they're doing. Is it? Oh, what's the topic? The topic is Disney is evil. And now they're trying to, because Disney's evil because they're trying to say that witchcraft is no longer evil. Like, they have implied for a long time that it was. You know, they like I said, that's what I, that was one of my that's how I started off my uh, my frozen to Hoover Dam video when I said 
don't you remember back in the day when you when you had these Disney movies and it was about a uh, an evil witch versus a young princess? So now what you had in Frozen 2 was you had a witch versus a dam. <laughs> you had a you had a witch versus an inanimate object. Hello. I mean, this is this is where we're at now. And so what you have now is you have these new Hocus Pocus movies and they are making Christians the bad guys because they're going after evil witches who want to suck the life out of children who get their power from the devil himself. Right. Okay. So that seems like, um, again, putting the toothpaste back. Are we supposed to forget all that? Like I said, you, you messed up and you told the truth. You know, you made a crappy movie, but you told the truth at some point. Now you made a crappy movie and you're trying to lie to us. (laughs) It's like, you know, wake up. I mean, this is, this is, it's, it's, they're not hiding it anymore. And what's up, brother Matthew? Yeah. There is no devil. You know what, who, you know, the people who say there's no devil are the ones who are controlled by the devil. The ones who are so, so influenced by the devil, they, they can't even get out of their own way. But yeah. So yeah. So I did that one video about Hocus Pocus, but yeah, like I said, I was, I wanted to make a, a TikTok about this, just saying that, they're literally saying that the Disney is trying to say that, you know, these uh, these uh, these teenage girls are in this coven of of witches and they're doing, um, you know, they're dealing with the elemental spirits of nature and all this kind of stuff. And it's like and what they're saying is that. What, oh, gosh, I, I should have had this article right in front of me, but they were actually talking about that, that witchcraft, Wiccan, tarot card reading. They're saying it's it's so common now, and they say it's actually a, a recognized religion. Okay, so you hear that, guys? So they're actually saying that the witchcraft is a religion now for them, and and that's not a bad thing. And they're not saying it's a bad thing. They're saying it's a good thing. Oh, all these Christians have for years been saying witchcraft's evil. Well, Disney said it was evil. You know, Disney said black magic was evil. Now they're lying to you and trying to say it's not. You know, the, the only thing that really they the thing that didn't tell you the truth about back in the day was that no, there's not good witches too. Like I said, the, the source is the same. The source is the demonic. The, the source is the satanic. So it was never good. But this is the this is the this is the bait and switch, right? Where for a while it's like, okay, black magic, bad, white magic, good. Right. So you have these two things. And then eventually they kind of slowly kind of push the two together where it's like they blur the lines. They make you like the bad guy. But so Disney has made this, this push where it's like they made all these 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 cool evil witches. And then they tried they make them made them all hip. Now they got their own movies. You got uh, Maleficent. You have a uh, well, Cruella. Uh, what's the other one? Yeah. Cruella. What a weird like that's not cool. <laughs> making uh making your coat uh, from puppies is, is pretty Gosh, what, that's gross. That's gross for one thing. And it's like, why would you want a Dalmatian skin coat? Gross. Um, yeah, that's not cool. Who else do they got? What they got, you know, they have the descendants. Well, again, would you think about this? Think about what they're talking about descendants, right? Descendants of what? Descendants of Nephilim? Nephilim? Evil spirits? I mean, that's literally when you look at like ancestor worship. Who are the ancestors? These these ancient ancestors are a lot of these are 
There's antediluvian stuff. You think about dead Nephilim, unclean spirits. That's why they make idols for them. Because these things are unclean spirits are destined to roam the earth or they're, or they're trapped in the bottomless pit. They're trapped in hell with Apollyon. Those are your descendants right there. So now you make all these hip teenagers who guess what? Their parents are, are witches. Their parents were the evil characters in Disney. Well, you have, um, it was the one guy, um, the, uh, the, the voodoo guy from, um, what the princess and the frog. What was he called? Uh, I can't forget. I can't remember. I can't remember that. You guys know what his name was. But yeah, he did the voodoo thing and he, had, he ends up getting dragged to hell by evil spirits at the end of that movie. Yeah. Nice kids movie. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy stuff. So then, of course, I, I, I finished off the week, even though I wanted to start do another video. I did not do it. But um, you had uh, the, the Tom Brady thing. And I don't know how many people knew that. I mean, sometimes I forget that not everyone knows all the stuff that just seems very common to me now. So, of course, I found out his witch wife and him are getting divorced. And when you see what Tom Brady is saying on that that thing, and it's let's just talk about the clip. If, so you guys haven't seen my newest video. I talk about that Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen, supermodel, were getting divorced. Right. And. And I couldn't help but think of this. Like, so I think it's like, like three or four years ago, he did a, when he was still with the Patriots, he was, he did some kind of like promo thing with Gillette. So, so Gillette is the sponsor for the state, the Patriots stadium. And he's talking about like the guy gives him this most obvious setup question. That's the one thing you need when you watch the clip, like the full clip, look it up on YouTube. Just look up. Tom Brady says, my wife's a witch. And so the guy says, Hey, so do you have any uh, superstitions before the game? Do you bring anything with you before the game? And Tom Brady's, you know, they're like shaving him. And he's like, he's got this long answer. So what you really understand about that clip is he's, they told him to ask him this question so he could specifically tell them that his wife is a witch. And then he's saying that my wife believes in the power of intention. So just listen to the words they're using. Have you guys heard a manifestation Name it, claim it. Actually, there's some people in churches that say that. No, that's not from God. Name it, claim it is not a biblical principle, especially when it's Kenneth Copeland saying, money, come to me. <laughs> if anybody says money, come to me in a church, run. Get out of there. Do not listen to that guy. That guy's not teaching you what, what Jesus said. And so the idea of intention, naming it and claiming it and all that. Now, thank you. So. What you had happen there was like, so then he says that and he says, and he basically said, my wife has taught me a lot of things. So not only is he saying that his wife is a witch, but he's saying she's taught me things. Okay. So what is he saying? So now he's actively saying that he's engaged in witchcraft. He's saying that he's not kidding. I mean, like he's not kidding. He's saying it explicitly. He says that his wife sets up an altar for him, an altar, an altar to what? To who? You know, you think about like what an altar is used for, right? You sacrifice things to real gods. You know, it's funny. I, I was almost really upset with myself. If you guys have, if you guys ever seen Major League, the original Major League movie, and so you had uh, pa- uh, yeah, Pedro Serrano was like, um, gosh, I forget what that guy's name is. Very famous actor, and so he's, I think he's, he might from be from the Dominican Republic or something like that. Well, 
he's big into voodoo. So this guy actually had like a serp. He had a snake and he was doing these voodoo things. He had Joe Boo at his locker room. And it was interesting. I found a clip from that. He's saying Joe Boo, the, the thing, was a literal voodoo doll, right? A little, little, oh, you don't, so what, who cares? Okay, yeah, so that's the way, that's, that's the way you get blocked real fast. Not you. So yeah, so what you have happened is like, this guy's doing literal witchcraft, like in this movie. And he actually said he, it was funny because he said he got, I saw the clip of this guy and he was saying that he got himself a re, uh, like a basically a, uh, I don't know, just like a, a replica Joe Boo. But he says he didn't want anything to do with the with the one from the movie because the one from the movie was real. It was a real voodoo doll. So obviously this guy believed in it. And he was talking about how superstitious uh, baseball players are. But yeah, back to Tom Brady. So yeah, so this guy had a, you know, so in Major League, the guy had an altar in his locker room. And then in here, he actually had a, um, what is it at? So Tom Brady has a an altar that G- Giselle Boonchin, his witch wife, sets up. So he said he has pictures of his kids on there. Okay, so that's okay. So you have an altar with pictures of your kids. That's kind of it's kind of weird. He says he's got special stones. He's got healing stones. He's got protection stones. He says he's got um. She he his wife makes him wear a necklace, right? A necklace. What does the necklace look like? I would say what what's on that necklace? By the way, you know. Is there any blood? Is there any blood? I would actually, I would ask him. Okay. And then he says he, she drink, he, she drinks magic drops that she makes. So he drinks magic drops. Okay. What are the, what's the, what's in the drops? Is there blood in there? Is there a, is there like toe of newt? Like, or like, you know, whatever, like she, it, I mean, does she have a cauldron that she's mixing up these, you know, does she have her like uh, her broom? You know, she's mixing up all the, the witch's brew. Here, drink this, Tom Terrific. You're going to play great. MVP. And then he's, and then she says, he says that she, he chants mantras. Okay. Mantras. He, I think he, I think she's saying he's, he's casting spells. I mean, it's a witch. They're saying mantras. And of course, it's interesting in the Bible. And this is, again, if you see anything, anything close to this in your church, get out of there. It's not a church. It's not a house of God. Do not repeat phrases. That's what Jesus said. That's what the pagans do. That is not from God. We don't repeat. We just don't chant empty phrases. For one, those things are not empty phrases when it's, when it's, when it's in the name of some kind of witchcraft. Yeah. So what you have there is you have Tom Brady. Tom Brady. You know, it's kind of like this all-American, uh, you know, guy from, you know, California guy. And he's talking about he's got magic rocks. He's got uh, magic potions and he's casting magic spells. And he says, I stopped questioning a long time ago. It works. Well, that's the one thing I can't really argue with him about. It has worked, right? Because Tom Brady went a long time without winning the Super Bowl. I think he went from like 2005 to like. What was it like 2016? So he started winning again at the very end of his, like what should have been the end of his career. But instead, you know, like, so obviously he won, I think he won three out of three out of five Super Bowls in that short amount of time. So yeah, like, I mean, so did it work? Looks like it did. 
but but the main reason I of course the of course the headline of that 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 TikTok was the fact that the the witches of TikTok said that it's over for Tom now because obviously no more witchcraft right no more witchcraft in order for him to excel so yeah like you know what do you guys think I mean of course it's hard to argue with the results. Because a guy who's as old as he is should, typically wouldn't have as much success as he's had this late in his career. But he's good. And what's interesting, what I found very interesting, and we'll get into it, like an, another famous sports character that I um, I made a put a little video, video about together was LeBron James. And I put this on my Instagram page. I actually let my brother, uh, my brother post it over on his page. Um, was LeBron James, was a tells everyone he's obsessed with the number six. And if you watch that video, you go watch, um, you go check out that video on my brother's, um, his TikTok account, Watchmen for JC. But LeBron James is talking about how he's got, he just, he's in, he's in love with the number six. He says when he sees number 23, two times three is six. And I said, that's how you know this guy's into the occult. When you see the number 23 and you, you immediately associate that with six. Because most people don't, they would see a two and a three. They wouldn't associate that with, they wouldn't times the two times the three, right? Unless you're looking for sixes. Why are you looking for sixes? Because, again, three, six, nine, this, all this occult stuff. But what I bring, I bring LeBron up for that because it wasn't that long ago that when people were called the goat, it was a bad thing in sports. Like goats were bad because they were scapegoats. Now you have Tom Brady, best football player of all time, arguably. You know, I, I'd say, you know, I don't I, success wise. Yes, I don't think he's the best ever. Whatever. We can debate that later. LeBron James, you know, I think Mark, Michael Jordan's better. Definitely better. Definitely more. <laughs> definitely more fun to watch. Definitely. I definitely like that he didn't complain as much as LeBron did. Wine. Oh, gosh. Le, LeBron is the worst. Um, but. LeBron James, as far as generations of players go, he's the best of his probably generation of players. They both call themselves the GOAT. Actually, I don't know if anybody, like, I don't know if, if Tom Brady actually calls himself the GOAT, but he has enough people that call himself the GOAT. LeBron James calls himself the GOAT. You know, okay, so these guys, so Tom Brady, witch, witch, warlock, whatever you want to call him, engaged in witchcraft, calls himself the GOAT. Okay, so he calls himself the GOAT. And then you have, now you have LeBron James, again, obsessed with the number six. He's clearly in like, I think it's the, it, it's likely the boule. You know, he's in, he's in some kind of secret society. And of course, he's obsessed with six. Yeah, he's talking about the Baphomet. Like, what else is he talking about? You know, the, the GOAT used to always be a bad thing in sports. Yeah, scapegoat. Goats. Goats are not good. You know, goats are not good. Remember in the end, of the, at the end days, remember at the last, when they separate the sheep from the goats, which side do you want to be on? Everybody, you know, sheep, people don't want to be sheep now, but they want to be goats. Well, guess what? I want to, I want to remain amongst the sheep because I don't want to be a goat at the end. But these guys, you know, just like I said, it, they turn in things on its head, right? Where you have, again, Disney saying witchcraft's not evil anymore. When we know it is, 
And now they're saying goats are good, sheep are bad. Sheep, you want to be, you want to be amongst the, the sheep of Jesus. You do not want to be a goat. Yeah, I'm aware of the acronym of greatest of all time, but it could be best of all time, right? And it would be boat, but it's not, it's goats. What about the boat? Well, you know what? They don't serve a boat. They serve a goat. That's why they want it to be a goat. It's, 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 expli- it's explicitly because they, they actually worship a goat. Yeah, the fact they worship a goat deity, you think that's, you think that's a coincidence? Obviously, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, of course, like I said, I'm a, I'm a sheep of Jesus. I'm not a sheep of all these men. That's the point is like, I know that I'm not going to follow a stranger, you know, so I'll follow the voice of Jesus, but I'm not following a stranger. So, yeah, I guess I'm not one of the sheep that listen to everything everybody else says, but I listen to, I listen to my Lord. And that is, is that is the good shepherd because I know that he wouldn't lead me into harm. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not a goat. I don't want to be a goat. Um, You know what? If, if all men speak well of you, they call you the greatest of all time. Woe, woe to those people. All, all men speak well of you because they worship a goat. You know what? They're, that's not good. That's not good. But yeah. So, I mean, so obviously it's, this is where we're at. I've said it for a long time. You watch a movie like Dr. Strange. The new Dr. Strange movie Dr. Strange is not good. He's not a good guy. I mean, I can't, I can't state that more, you know, with more emphasis. If you watch the new Dr. Strange movie, you'll realize early on that he's not good. I guess, I guess what you'd say is he's not as bad as some of the, the worst, but he's not good. And I think that is kind of what that's kind of what they've shown you in these movies. Where, where Dr. Strange is not afraid to compromise. He's not afraid to use black magic to do what he wants to do. He will put himself above other people. He'll actually talk about sacrificing other people for the greater good. He'll make he'll make calls that uh, that you know most people won't. If you, if you have if you want to make a guest request, you know at least uh, hit me up with what you want to talk about. Because uh, yeah, I don't um, I don't just have anybody on anymore. So if you if you have something specific you want to talk about, we could maybe talk about it. Maybe. Is Netflix evil too? <laughs> Netflix. Well, you look at the shows they're promoting now. Even even just now, it's interesting. So it's like the serial killer thing they've been really going on. Hey, hello, Golly Sue. Yeah, this, the serial killer thing they got going on. So everybody's watching Dahmer right now. Um, what's interesting about Jeffrey Dahmer is I actually saw something about him. Did he actually look like he got saved? I mean, he he sounded genuine when they when he was getting interviewed in prison. Um, that's pretty. It's actually kind of cool if he did get saved because it's like he actually sounded genuine. Obviously, God's the only one who knows for for sure. But I don't really want to watch a movie um, about all the wicked stuff he did. You know, I can I can appreciate it. I don't think I have a feeling that's not the the, the direction the, the series goes, where then he repents and, and finds Jesus. Um, yeah. Oh, that, that, that's bad. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, so so obviously, I remember a lot of people. I remember, you, you know, some some years ago. I guess they had the Ted Bundy, um, you know, documentary on on Netflix, and the way the way women were talking about it, it was very troubling. When they were ta- saying like, "Oh, he's good looking," 
And you're like, you know what he did, right? It's like this. Yeah. The worship of serial killers is, is so distasteful. It's so gross, but yeah, if you look at your average show, what's on Netflix right now, it is, it's so dark, you know, the the stuff they're presenting, obviously everyone kind of talked about that little demon show that was out. What's up, Luke? How you doing, man? (laughs) I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm always, um, like I said, I'm always open to flattery on these lives. Oh yeah. And by the way, Luke, that mustache, you're rocking that thing. That's, um, speaking of good looking, too good looking. Yeah. But yeah, so so these these shows, man, they really they they they're pushing the envelope on what's what's good and what's not. And but yeah, they but more than anything, like there's this shift where it's like, okay, so even if they're trying to be a little bit, you know, chunk you know, tongue in cheek, little demon, like, okay, so his this character has the mom had sex with the devil. Okay, I mean, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean it's yeah, they always talk about the you know the women that love these serial killers. I mean, it's it's obviously um, gross. I mean, it's gross. It's not should not be presented that way. But obviously, they do try to make these people into rock stars. I mean, it does seem like it does seem like the media tries to promote this stuff. When, but the but you know the news media could never present it in such a way that would make it so much more like flattering to these guys than to make a Netflix show. They cast some kind of good-looking guy who plays these you know, these characters, and it's like, woe to those who say good is evil and evil is good. Gosh, that's what it is. I mean, even if you watch a lot of these, like, you know, I think we've all probably, maybe not all of us, but there's a lot of movies where you watch, like, a mob movie. You know, obviously think anything with uh, Scorsese movies. You know, any any movies about drug dealers – they make you like those characters. They make you like the evil characters, don't they? I mean, so you're like, so by the end of the movie, you're kind of rooting for them. You know, you're rooting for the evil and, and you just like, they make you identify with them. And so again, it's like, they soften these characters up pirates, you know, so what they have, like in all these movies, what you have, like mob characters end up being good pirates, you know, cowboys, um, obviously lawlessness, it's always presented in this good way. And now it's witches. So back to Disney and their witch in their witchcraft. Now witches are presented in a in a nice way because because Elsa, you know, now it's like you have all these other characters where it's like the witchcraft it's it's okay as long as the witchcraft is used for something that's good. And you know what the good thing is? Your own heart's desire. You know, that's what witchcraft has always been about is is enriching those people the is going for me you know it's like it's all about me and so following your heart using witchcraft isn't satanic what is it yeah what is satanic if you if if using the power of the devil to enrich yourself is not satanic what else is wake up i mean that exactly what it is i mean that is the ultimate satanic idea is choosing yourself choosing what the devil has to offer over what God has to offer. You know, our God's telling you to deny yourself. And, you know, the devil is telling you to choose yourself. You know what? Playing make-believe about things that aren't real harms nobody. These things are real. You, like, this is, okay, so this is where you need to make, okay, Planet, Planet Peterson, say I, 
here's what you need to listen. So I didn't, I'm glad I didn't talk to you because you just need to listen. I just showed you, go look it up in the Salt Lake Tribune. Look up Hocus Pocus 2. They're saying that these, these, this witchcraft, these tarot card readings, all these things, they're actually a, the Wiccan, it, it literally is a recognized religion in this country. It's recognized religion. So you say it's not real. Well, what's not real about it? You don't think, so you don't think that obviously they, they can make, you know, rabbits disappear, right? Okay. Fine. You don't think when they saw the people in half, it's not real. Well, what what is magic? See, this is what you don't like. You don't even know what magic is, because you know what? I'll go show you people who say they're magicians, and they're the most powerful people, like in America. They're the most some of the most powerful people in the world. They're the people who whose movies you watch, whose comic books you read. They're the people who make the songs you like, and you're saying they're not real. Well, guess what? What they've told you is they use magic to get these things and you like them and you say it's not real. That's how the devil has got you and you don't even know it. You don't even know it. Like I said, I'm telling you to wake up because it is real. Walt Disney isn't repping magic because it's fake. You know, they're not repping magic because it's fake. They're repping magic because it's real. I showed you, like I said, I can go look at my YouTube page and I did a breakdown of Donald Duck and the Magic Pentagram. You think they believe in a magic pentagram because it's not real? What? So I don't believe. I don't know what you're trying to say then. Like I said, this stuff is real. You say you're saying playing make believe make hurts nobody. I'm saying none of it's make believe. You know, I actually I said it was interesting. So I finally did watch the. Um, I rewatched the movie. Uh, what was it? Do I believe in Horace? Yeah, horse, horse is real. Is horse his name? No, horse is a version of Satan. Yeah, see, like obviously I knew you were confused. Like I said, I'm glad I didn't have you on. You don't know what you believe. Like I said, you're talking nonsense. I'm telling you all these other gods are real. That's why I'm saying the magic is real. The power comes from somewhere. If, if, it, if it didn't come from, no, if it came from nowhere, it wouldn't be real. But it does come from a satanic force. Like I said, the, the least in this in this world do not rep Horace because he's fake. He's he's a god to them. You don't believe in a talk. You know, like I said, you don't believe in anything you don't want to believe in. And obviously that's that's an ignorant place to be. I mean, you don't believe in a talking state. OK, fine. Believe in what believe in what you want to. But I'm telling you what I'm telling you is the people that I'm telling you are telling this stuff is real. Believe it's real. The people that influence you and you don't even realize your influence tell you it's real. So why not? So why do they do that? Because it's fake. Yeah. Like I said, you don't like you don't know. I mean, you said obviously you're, you're speaking in a place of ignorance. You grew up. You haven't grown up because you want to deny things that are that are plain to you. These people tell you magic's real and these people have power in this world. You know, so they didn't get it from nowhere. They know where the power came from. No, you guys, are, no, absolutely not. Yeah. Okay. So you want to, you want to, so you want to straw me in my position. So that's why, you, that's how you'll get muted because it's like, okay, so I sound like somebody, something I didn't talk about. Yeah. Yeah. That's not happening. 
Yeah. What I'm saying is like, so this is what you have to understand. And again, I'll go, I'll go back to what, what real people say their magicians are. So think of V for Vendetta. You guys seen V for Vendetta? Alan Moore. So Alan Moore, he came from the Lester Crowley school, right? Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> so, yeah. So Lester Crowley through, uh, through Alan Moore, said that here's what magic really is. You know what they called it? They called it the craft. They called it the art, you know? <laughs> Hello. Yeah, so they called it a craft. Okay, so again, craft, witchcraft. Okay, so that's what real magic is, is, is the craft. And so what it really is, it's not all this crazy stuff that they're saying. They, what they say, it's little things to change your consciousness. So that's what it's really about. It's the fact that, if I use words, symbols, art, math to change your consciousness, I've done magic on you. So that's what they're saying. You, you, you don't understand like, so you don't think in like big, big things in, in, uh, of magic. What's interesting, if you watch that movie, The Prestige, yeah, illusion is magic. But what they show you in the movie, The Prestige, is that there's magicians and then there's wizards, which is interesting because because the movie's about magicians, right? And it says magicians need to be willing to get their hands dirty. And so that was the message in the prestige that magicians get their hands dirty and they do it for the looks on people's faces when they know they've changed their minds. So they actually, they've actually done something to them. They've opened up a new world to them by showing them magic. And it was interesting. One of the main themes in the prestige was that there's three parts of a magic trick. And so there's the part between the prestige. So you made something disappear and then you made it reappear. And he was basically saying, you won't see the difference. You're like you won't, you won't know the trick because you don't want to know the trick. You want to be tricked. So you don't want to know. And so that's an interesting thing when you realize that the devil has blinded people who come in here and say, magic's not real. Meanwhile, they're influenced by it all the time. They don't even know. They can't even tell which way's up because they're influenced so much by that kind of stuff. And so they're saying you won't see the trick because you don't want to see it. Well, guess what? I, I can show you a couple of people in here don't want to see the trick. You know, they can't fool me now because I'm looking for it because I want to see because I don't want to be deceived. You know, my God says, don't be deceived because there's going to be many people trying to deceive you. The devil is a liar. That is his yeah, alchemist. Absolutely. They are trying to trick you. And guess what? They got a bunch of easy marks in here because you, you people want to be tricked. Well, guess what? You are tricked. You know, guess what? Mission accomplished. You'll believe anything they tell you because that's what you want to believe. Meanwhile, they actually talked about them being willing to get their hands dirty. You know, so it's like obviously the very it was a very implication that it involved some kind of, you know, evil acts, you know, sacrifice. You know, of course, in that movie, it, it led to murder. And, you know, all kinds of things. But what was interesting is you had a uh, you had Tesla in the movie. And so they they made a very clear distinction between because he did science and they called him a wizard. And so, yeah, so what you had Tesla basically saying that that his obsessions ended up controlling him and eventually were going to destroy him. So he was prophesying on over himself of how, what, what the cost it was for him for to do these things. And I found that very, very interesting is that 
So at one point, Hugh Jackman is asking him to build him this machine, this wizard machine that does real magic, right? And so Hugh Jackman is, is so yeah, so uh, David Bowie, Nikolai Tesla is asking him, saying, have you considered the cost? And so Hugh Jackman's got a lot of money. So he's like, money's not an object. And he's like, and Tesla's like, that's not what I asked you. Have you considered the cost? And so what he's obviously saying is that Tesla dabbled into the cult. And again, if you guys don't know what magic is, look up 369. So he, Tesla basically went, you know, he went crazy is what they would say. But obviously, dude was probably demon possessed at the end of his life because he was channeling things. He was getting, you know, esoteric knowledge. He was getting all the science from where from which sources and yeah it was a very good yeah it was a good it's a good movie but yeah, obviously that's the message in there it's very subtly done honestly i gotta give him credit for that it's not as in your face as a lot of these things but yeah so alan moore was basically saying this is what magic is is that oh i'm talking about the prestige alan moore is saying that magic is the illusion right it, it is this thing where it's like if i paint you a picture i write you a song i make you feel a certain way i make you think well, I've done magic on you because I've changed your consciousness in some way. I've opened up a new possibility to this world of you. Like I said, but it's very easy to probably do magic on people who want to be tricked. Well, we have, um, we have, you know, we have people without number. You couldn't count all the people who want to be tricked in this world. You're watching all these things, these wicked things happen and people want to be tricked. Gosh, I, I love it when you got all, all these bots coming here. Yeah, you know, obviously, is technology magic? I mean, put it this way, in the prestige, it's the implication is very much that it is because Tesla is considered the wizard in this movie. I mean, what's interesting about this movie is, I mean, as long as, as far as I know, there's not a real great Danton. You know, I don't know who Michael Caine was in that movie. I don't know if there was a real um, Christian Bale character. But what I do know is, that what you had in there was Tesla was a real man. You know, Tesla was, Tesla was real. So it's interesting. You have a fictional movie where Tesla's in it and they, and this movie is obviously not campy at all. And they're calling him a wizard for real. You know, so what, what did Tesla do? You know, it's, it is kind of interesting that he kind of got blackballed from where he, uh, you know, his position of, in science or whatever. And, you know, I don't know how much of what, it's interesting in the movie, Tesla made a machine that cloned people. You know, that's kind of weird. Um, did he really? I don't know. But but when you ask the question is, do uh is is technology technology magic? Well, I find it very interesting that again, if you go into the Donald Duck stuff, and I guess we can get I guess we go back right into the, the topic of the other topic of last week with CERN, is that you have the magic pentagram, right? So the magic pentagram is involved all these numbers, right? So it's all about this math. It's mathematic. So it's so you go from sacred geometry. So this is where the this is where the stuff comes from. Sacred geometry turns into these math equations, which turns into science. Okay, so math, so geometry, math, science. You know, you can make music with math. You can do all kinds of things with math. You can do all kinds of equations with math. 
you can do science with math. But on the other hand, on the left side of things, you know, on the, the left half of your brain, you're doing these numbers when we know, like, guys, start to consider this. These people are obsessed with numbers in the occult, whether it's science or whether it's magic. It's not different. It's not different. Why does a science lab like CERN have a big statue to Shiva there? Why do they build this thing where the temple to Apollyon was? Okay, so you have one destroyer in Hindu, and then you have a destroyer in Greek. You know, you have a, a destroyer in two religions. Guess what? They're not different. They're the same. Those are the same deities. They're the same false gods. They're the same. Okay, so why do you have that kind of stuff? Why is CERN's logo three sixes? Mama Becky, who, who cares? Who cares that you can do magic tricks? That's not what we're talking about. The point is, I know what you're doing, so I don't really care. I mean, are you bragging about it? What I'm saying is that they're talking about Tesla being a wizard. You know, so this is what they believe. Okay, so you, like you said, you have you have numbers, math, and science on the one side, and then you have numbers, math, and, and magic on the other side. They're the same thing is what I'm trying to tell you. It's like, that's the whole point. It's like, Paul talks about this, and I mentioned this a lot, is that there's kind of two, two camps where you have the Greeks. They seek gnosis, knowledge. Think illumination, light. You know, poet, you know, think about all the things Apollo is supposed to be. He's all these good things. For like poetry, science, um, knowledge, math, and all these things, and then you have, then you have all you. Then you have like the Kabbalah. You have like the 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 Jewish mysticism. You have like the signs and wonders crowd, where you have think magic. You know, these mystery schools combine them both together, and I think that's the whole point. Is like when you realize that that math in itself. Geometry in itself is not evil. What it's used for is ends up being evil. But I mean, why are they combining these two in a place like CERN? Unless it's not, unless they don't fit together already. You know what I mean? Do you, can you like, just think of the sterile lab and they all of a sudden they bring in a, a statue to a false God. And if it, and if it was like they said it was, if they, if, if they really do believe in nothing, that this world, this universe got made by Big Bang, there was evolution, then why would they look at a statue of Shiva and not say, what is this doing here? This is a place of science. We don't believe in this. We believe in science. So why would they put that there? Why would they build this where a temple of Apollyon was? Again, they sacrificed a Christian from the Bible on at that site. That is wild. Again, do people know that? So Antipas from the church in Pergamum was sacrificed at the temple of Apollyon. And Apollyon is mentioned by name in the book of Revelation. He's the king of the bottomless pit. He's the angel of the bottomless pit. So he literally was sacrificed at some place, you know, it, like, so the book of Revelation mentions both these, the, both these two people together, the king of the bottomless pit and Antipas. And so CERN, whose logos happens to be three sixes did all this stuff at the same place. Isn't that weird? Isn't that okay. So 
So magic's not real, but CERN, mind you, has their logos three sixes. Their play, yeah, their their giant science lab is built on a place where the temple to Apollyon was, where literally a Christian martyr was sacrificed, burned in a bull, a brazen bull. You know, and then they have a statue to another destroyer named Shiva at the same place. And it, so I find that a very interesting. So, what my, so I guess the point is whether you believe in it or not, I would probably say that they believe in it. Oh my gosh. Somebody's going to say that it's, it's not actually three sixes. I guess some people just want to, I guess they got to be trolling. Here's the thing about these occultists. It's not a coincidence that a nine and a six look, look the same. You know that, right? This is when you could probably get into all about like our language, the, the way written language is, these numbers, these symbols. Okay, so isn't it? So don't you find it interesting now? So let's talk, let me talk about just like just what things look like. So you have a six and a nine. So obviously, you know, you flip one upside down, you get the other one, right? The six and a nine look the same, right? And what I found interesting is when you think about like Roman numerals, right? So a, a nine and 11 are the same. They're just flipped up, you know, they flipped one way or the other. Do you think these are accidents? You think these numbers don't go together for a reason? They go together because, again, unless you're a 33rd degree Mason, you probably don't know why they do. But again, they have meanings to that way. So you like you almost remind me of that old Saturday Night Live skit when it was like they had uh, it was about uh, what <laughs> Damien it was the omen. And so. So that, I guess in that movie, like Damien was the, the was the guy who had um, three sixes on his, you know, three sixes because he was the Antichrist. And somebody kind of looked at his head from like the other way and says, oh, don't worry. It's only three nines. That is the person who says that CERN's logo is three nines. Are you like, are you kidding me? Oh, it's not three sixes. It's just three nines. <laughs> oh, I'm so relieved now. So I guess I can disregard all the stuff about the false gods there, you know, in the in the martyrdom. And all the other weird stuff they're doing there. Oh, yeah. The fact they're trying to open up uh, like portals to uh, different dimensions. Oh, don't worry. It's not a bad one, though. Oh, I, for a second, I thought it was the bottomless pit. Now I found it. It's a good place. And they're not actually they're not actually fallen angels or demons. They're just aliens. They're just interdimensional aliens. Don't worry. Three nines, interdimensional aliens, not actually interdimensional demons. It's fine. Everything's fine. It's it's totally science. It's not actually a cult. It's not actually uh, evil. I mean, remember what I said earlier? I said, go watch the beginning of just go watch the beginning of the uh, the prestige. And it talks about. Yeah, it's fine. It's like that. You, you need the, the meme of the, the dog sitting in the room that's on the, the house is on fire. <laughs> this is fine. This is totally fine. They're not actually doing anything evil in here. It's totally cool. Don't worry about it. Yeah. What Michael Caine says in the beginning of the prestige is you won't see how we did this trick because you don't want to know. When you don't want to know, it's three nines, right? If you don't want to know, it's three minds. When you don't want to know, it's like they're doing science down there. Don't worry. Don't, don't worry about all the false God stuff. Don't worry about the, the, the Christians being burned in uh, brazen bulls. That's fine. That was a long time ago. We apologize for, for burning that guy really a mistake. You know, I thought he was somebody else. Yeah, this is this is crazy talk. 
this is crazy talk, but I mean, I guess that's what it's, I mean, that's the way the Bible says it's going to be. People are going to be so, well, they, we, we, oh, this comes up a lot. Cognate dissonance. That's what you call cognitive dissonance. Oh yeah. It's not three sixes. It's three nines. Why is it three nines? <laughs> what is up with that logo? And you know, what's what I do find interesting is, so even if you don't believe in the Bible, you don't believe in magic, you don't believe all these things. Stephen Hawking said, and I think it was, I can't remember if it was Neil deGrasse Tyson or somebody like that. Definitely Steve, Stephen Hawking was, was actually warning that people, they might actually open up a, uh, a wormhole or a, a black hole at CERN. Well, what are they doing there? You know, why would he worry about that? It seems weird. You know, it does seem kind of weird what they're doing there. Yeah, I mean, it's true. It's true. I mean, I guess that's what it is. It's like that, that people want. This is again, this is the this is like the whole idea of you have Jacob and Esau. So Jacob wants God's promise because he believes in something more than this. He, can, he believes in something more than he can just see. Obviously, he knows what God says is true. What God says is true. It's always happened. When God says something's going to happen, it happens. And that's and that's how you know he's God. Right. Like, that's how we know uh, that I that I just glitch on here. Yeah. So so Jacob believes what God says, because God's always right. God's always true. And so he wants his promise. And then you have Esau. Esau doesn't believe in things. So he just he'd rather just have the bowl of soup. Right. Give me what's in front of me. It'll fill my belly for a minute. I'll be full again. You know, I'll be I'll be I'll be hungry again soon. But I don't believe in all that other stuff. So just give me the table scraps. And so that's what people do. They, they would rather have this, this pathetic life that they've got. They can't even look around and say, this place is broken. God's promises are so much better. And they would rather cling to the things that are going to be ripped away from them, whether they, whether they want to accept what's true or not. And I think that's the, that ultimately that is where we're at right now. It's like when you look at, at the landscape of things, they really are pushing this new world order agenda. I mean, the people who claim they're the godless people are the people at the, the World Economic Forum. They're saying you'll own nothing and you'll like it. You know, so so those things you're clinging to, they're telling the people who are in charge are telling you you're gonna you're not gonna have those things any longer. And guess what? You're gonna be happy. And you know what? When you guys get there, you're gonna still try to convince yourself that it's fine. Like I said, the dog, the, the, the meme of the dog burning in the house this is fine. It's all fine. Don't worry. It's totally cool. <laughs> you know, just a little fire. You know, somebody's going to put it out. I trust these people, even though they lied to me my whole life. It's fine. They're just doing science. You know what? They would never do anything to hurt me, even though, um, yeah, they would. Yeah, so... But, but yeah, again, to talk about, yeah, Lot's wife, that's a good, that's a good analogy where it's like Lot's wife, angels were leading her out of this city that was about, was, had fire raining down on it. And they told her not to look back, but she looked back because she loved the stuff that was there. And it's like, what was there? You, you think about how wicked that was, where it's like, <laughs> unfortunately, Lot was offering up her daughters to be, um, you know, to the mob and 
she wanted to go back there. She liked it there. That's pretty, that sucks, bro. That's, I mean, but, but that's cognitive dissonance, right? Where it's like she ignored the fact that that just happened. You know, God saved her. You know, Abraham helped save her. And she rather, she wanted to go back there. And I think that that is a very good, that's a, that's a very good, uh, it's a very poignant thing to say at this time, uh, sister. Cause that was like, cause that really is where we're at, where it's like, that's how bad it gets. And, and that's how hard people's hearts get toward what's true because they want this. They want this thing. That's not great. We should not be clinging to these things. But again, and, and this is again, this is so God's word's always true. God is telling you what's going to happen. And again, and a lot of us have said this, and we said, now we kept now we got the proof. We got it in writing right now, where we said, look what's happening is that that magic, evil, and all these kind of things has slowly been, you know, they've softened the edges, they've blurred the lines, and now they're straight up saying that witchcraft is not bad. When we know it is, it's all, where does the power come from? If not from the devil Oh, from nature, from the elemental spirits, what is an elemental spirit? If not an unclean spirit, like, what are they talking about? Like I said, you have to, you have to believe what God says is true because he hasn't lied to you. Now, all these people, all these people continue to lie and they continue to lie. It is sad. Very sad. But yeah, so at this point, what else can you say? It's it's true. We got Tom Brady saying that he uses witchcraft. And you know, again, uh oh, is my is my um is my feet all banged up? Can God cure cancer? Yeah. Does he cure cancer all of the cancer? No, obviously not. The thing is, it's like, okay, so that's a good that's a good question. So can God heal can of uh, somebody with cancer? Yes. Actually, I know somebody, my, my dad was healed of cancer. Well, I believe he's, you know, he came, he had a miraculous recovery, you know, pretty much really bad, you know, like, but this way, that was near, that was a very soon, this, this happened. Now, does he heal people in all cases? No. Can you pray hard enough to get healed? Not always, not always. But again, you have to realize that this is not all there is, you know, this is not all there is. So. This is when people like this is the real truth of, of what God's promised you. God hasn't promised you to heal your cancer. He hasn't promised to heal anything, any any ailment you might have. Does he have the power to do things? Of course, he's got the power to do all things. If you believe in God, you believe he created the whole universe, right? Science doesn't cure anything. The, bo the body heals itself. Science hasn't cured one thing. So here's the point is so God can do anything he wants. But the truth of the matter is, is that that if you think this is all there is, then you obviously don't like you don't get it. Like you don't get it because to live is Christ and to die is gain. So the worst thing in the world is not dying. The worst thing in in all things is dying without God. You know. So that's again, we if you live, you'll live forever with Him. So the whole point is, your life is not that important compared to the grand scheme of things. Yeah, we got um so i guess the bots are um are back yeah let's see yeah let's see we're gonna block all these bots um sorry 
sorry um guys we'll get right back to a bunch of uh bunch of bots in in the chat sorry about that but yeah so obviously at that point like i said god can do all things you know god can heal god can do anything he wants to do and so that's the main thing but does he always do those things no like anybody who puts their faith in the in the things that god hasn't promised you know will end up being disappointed I think it's the main, that's the main point. Uh, are bots people that I don't agree with? Bots are people, but I would say, I would consider a bot somebody who just comes in here, who doesn't actually want to discuss things, and just starts usually repeating phrases, almost like they're, um, they're doing magic. And um, they don't want a discussion. You know, if they're coming in here just to troll, I mean, that's troll, bot, whatever. They can, they can be blocked. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that harsh? No, I don't. I don't think it's harsh at all. If you guys haven't been in, if you, if you guys are not familiar with TikTok, you know these lives get reported for no reason. You know these things kind of. Thing. So I don't. I don't really usually put up with people who don't um, are not here for uh, with good intentions. I have. I go back and forth with people a lot. Okay, let's say dark um, PQLV. I haven't. Well, <laughs> somebody blocked. Somebody muted you. Um, so I was going to let you, yeah, well, I was going to let you say something, but I, I don't think you really had anything to say other than just, just hating. Bot is dehumanizing. Well, a bot is not a human. So um, I, I assume that people who, who have like, who follow like a hundred people and have zero followers are probably a bot. If you haven't learned, there's a lot of bots on TikTok. There's definitely a lot. But actually, I would have a guest on now if, if you want, because I'm pretty much wrapped up in what, I'm, what I was wanting to talk about. The point is that magic is um, from the devil. You know, the Bible's clear about that. And maybe I could talk about something else I, that I have a maybe a future. I don't know if I'm going to do this in a future live stream. I've been wanting to tackle the whole subject of Nimrod, Apollo, same entity, Lucifer, Apollo, Nimrod, same being. And I was doing a little study in that today. And I feel like it's a, I feel like it's kind of a deep topic that needs to go like, I don't know if I can, it might mean, it might need to be a, a Bible study. So I don't know if anybody is kind of interested in that. Cause I almost thought about like breaking down each part of it because you have Isaiah 14 where people get the idea of a, uh, the being Lucifer, you know, or the name Lucifer, you know, so there's obviously the, the king of, of Babylon. Okay. So we got a guest request. Okay. Holly Phillips, what do you want to talk about? My only thing is if you want to be a guest, tell me what you want to talk about. Okay. So what you have is we have the whole, the idea of, yeah, Lucifer, Nimrod, I believe Nimrod. And I want to talk about that, but I also today, this morning, I kind of, I went more into the idea of what I know is the devil, the serpent, you have the king of Tyre, Ezekiel 28. And I was starting to look into to the idea of Tyre. Who do they worship in Tyre? And I, I feel like that was very, I found some very interesting things about, they worship a deity called, um, is it Melkart in, uh, in Tyre? And, and Tyre had like an island city and it had, um, you know, the mainland. And so you think about like Lebanon, um, you know, Baalbek, 
you know, the big temple with 800 pound, you know, 800 tons stones and stuff. So anyways, I thought it'd be interesting to kind of talk about these, 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 these deities in this, in these other places and how they all kind of come back to you have that. Again, you have this, this unholy Trinity of you have a divine female, you have like some kind of a sky daddy, and then you have a, a, a sky sun, you know, and it's like, that's the man, that's the Baal, that's the Lord of those places. And so it's very, it's very interesting how these, all the, all these deities are, they're all the same. They continue to be the same. You're confused about Christianity? Well, ask a question. Please ask a question because that is a, that is a subject we can talk because Christianity is actually very simple. Okay. See, this, this is what you call a bot right here. Yeah. This, this is a bot. And that's how you get blocked. Yeah, that's how you get blocked by saying something like that. Yeah, the Christianity is not confusing. Actually, I'll just break it down very easily for you right now. Here's what Christianity is. You need to figure out what God's promised. Okay, so I can tell you what God promised. God has promised you eternal life. If you turn away from the sin you once had or the sin you have currently, you repent of that. And then you seek him to seek the promise of eternal life when he returns. And so you put your faith in Jesus Christ, your faith, your belief in him. You live for him. You deny yourself and live for him. Let the old man pass away, die to your old flesh and live for him today. And said, and so when you show God, you love him, you love others. So that's what you do. You, you confess, you know, Believe with your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. Turn away from the old man that you were, you know, become a new creation in Christ and walk in faith and love him, you know, love him and show that by loving others. That's what, that's what Christianity is, you know, denial of the self, you know, serving others, you know, the last shall be first, first shall be last, those kind of things. And at the end of the day, it's, it's very, it's very simple. Do you love others when you judge them? Well, what do you mean by judging them? I don't judge. I mean, we're not supposed to judge people, but obviously if God says something's a sin, I can say that's, a, I put it this way. You do. I don't, I'm, I think when you say judgment, a lot of times it's like what Jesus was talking about, like judging judgment. He's saying like, you're condemned anyways. Like if you're, if you're not, if you're actually not serving God, I'm not here to contend. Jesus didn't come to condemn people. He came to save them. But if you haven't believed and you don't live, you don't live for Jesus, you're condemned already. You know, so that is what, what God says. God, God judges the, the unbelievers. But obviously, as Christians, we're supposed to judge who's 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 a Christian, who's a brother and who's a sister. You know, if you don't if you don't have fruit, that's how we'll know you. Jesus actually said we'll know who they are based on their fruits. So what do you mean by judgment? You know, if you if you want to sin and I can tell you it's a sin. You know, that's not judgment. That's what God said. I don't, I can confidently say what, say what God said. And that's not me judging you because I'm not the judge. But I can tell you, you need to repent it or not. You know, you ultimately, the only, it's God who's going to judge you. And I can tell you the truth about that if you want me to. But you could tell me specifically what you mean about judging people. But yeah, so I think that's, I think sometimes people use those verses in the wrong context when they talk about like, 
let he who is without, without sin cast the first stone. So those men catch that woman in adultery, right? And so he's like, Jesus comes in and says, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. And then he basically says, you guys can't stone this woman because you guys are guilty of, of the things that would call for death. And so Jesus writes in the ground and we can only speculate what he wrote about, but he probably wrote about something that was specific to those men. And then they left. And he's like, you know, who are the people who are going to condemn you? And he's like, they're all gone. He's like, well, he said, neither I condemn you. And he told her to go away and sin no more. So Jesus actually did say you sin and you need to stop sinning. So, but Jesus didn't condemn her. So can, when they say he was that sin, cast the first stone, they're talking about literal stone. They were talking about killing this woman. You know, so again, we're all condemned until we believe. Jesus didn't come into the world to condemn it, but to save it through him. So I think that's, so nobody is beyond redemption of Jesus. That's the, I guess that's the whole point. We even talked about Jeffrey Dahmer. Maybe, maybe had a conversion before he died. So even he can, even, well, Paul said he was the worst. Paul was, Paul was martyring Christians, you know, and that was the whole point is like that he could be saved. Therefore, nobody's beyond redemption. Right. So that's the whole point is like you catch somebody in adultery. The point is, you don't say this, this person needs, deserves to die. You say this person needs to repent. So all people need to repent. And a lot of us still have to repent. Some of, we still we still fall short at times. But, yeah, I think ultimately, I think we, we need to when I think about judgment a lot is that. We don't need to question people's intentions all the time. Like, you know, I mean, that's really not your place to, to always question the intentions of somebody. You can you can say what's what's true about the fruit in somebody's life. But I think one of the worst things people do is that when they say, like, here's why you did something when they don't know that to be true. And that's not loving to do that. Yeah, Jesus obviously did not sin and was condemned to death. Absolutely. That's true. That's true. Yeah, guys, um, this was a little, was a bit of a feisty night. Um, it's a lot of bots, a lot of people. I should have known by, call, by calling Disney evil. Um, I was getting a lot of people who were not going to like that. But you know what? I'm not going to sit. I'm not going to take it back. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say, and I've got another video I'm going to make. Maybe even tonight. Maybe I should just make it tonight. Um, yeah. It's absolutely loving to warn people about sin. Well, thank you. Yeah, the, um, I think at the end of the day, it's like what the world thinks is love is letting people do whatever they want. When you realize, just think as a parent, if you if you let your kid do things that were dangerous that could lead harm to them, well, you're not a good parent, and that's that's not love. So as 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 we tonight tell people what's a sin and we tell them to turn away from that sin. We know that people are going to not like us for doing that, you know? And that's why, you know, when you think about it, it's like, this is going to hurt me more. It's going to hurt you is because when I tell you what's true and you're going to hate me for it, well, I guess I'm gonna have to be willing to live with, live with that because I can't live with letting you go down the road to destruction and thinking you're thinking you're secure. And that's not love. That's absolutely not love. So, you know, so we got to do that. You know, we got to speak truth in love. And I think that's a tough thing to do sometimes because, you know, you got to do it in a way the best, you know, the, the most delicate way you can do.
but you got to tell people the truth. I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't let some, you wouldn't let your kid play in traffic, would you? Oh, that's what he wants. That's what his heart desires. It's dangerous. It's, it's, you know, it's folly. It's folly to let somebody do that. It's not, it's not love. That's the opposite of love. Again, you let some, you let your kid do whatever they want, you know, to their own ruin, their own detriment. You're a bad parent. You know, you, you're that's not loving. But yeah, guys, you know what? I need to start pr promoting the Telegram more. People, get on the link tree when you guys get a second. Follow my link tree. Telegram. The Telegram uh, channel is growing. It's growing pretty slowly. I think I've got like a thousand times more followers on uh, on TikTok than I do on Telegram. But the Telegram is actually growing. IG, I'm trying to get this page built up. YouTube. Follow me on all those things because I'm trying. I want to do more long form stuff on YouTube. Again, we were talking about before about maybe a Bible study, maybe like a Bible study, like a real kind of in-depth thing with the with these with these entities, the the you know, kind of specifically like who is Apollyon, who is the king of Tyre, who's the king of Babylon, who are those entities? I think that's kind of interesting because I think that they, they actually have real end times significance um what can we learn from that i don't know i guess that's the kind of thing you start going down that that um that path to look for that stuff i think there's a lot of things there you don't like telegram yeah but i think that I, I think that's an interesting thing i might i think that might be a better thing to maybe break down you know because i could do a you know my i could lay out my case for apollo nimrod lucifer being the same being but i think it might be make take a little bit more uh time and actually build up like because i think the one thing I've, i started to find out when i was looking into um like ezekiel 28 and i was looking at tyre the phoenician empire the gods they worshipped it's the god the devil is a god of confusion more than anything the devil is a god of confusion because you have all these you said you have all these divine females who are either a sister they're a wife they're they're the mom they're they're all the things they're all they end up being all the things and then so you have so then you have a dad who's basically a son and then you have a son that's a dad you have a son that's a brother oh gosh you have sometimes sometimes the the woman is a man sometimes the man's a woman the devil is a god of confusion there's it is confusing so the more so the more you think you know there it's it's like this totally fluid thing where Who's the horror Babylon? Who is it? Gosh, I could make you a case right now that Tyre has something to do with the, the horror of Babylon because purple was a, one of the most famous things they sold there. You know, it talks about the horror Babylon being adorned in purple. You know, all the merchants of the sea mourn when, you know, when, when the horror Babylon is destroyed. Think about Tyre. Tyre was an island city. It was destroyed. Merchants of the world. Yeah. I don't know. Do do how do we do um how do we do lives on telegram can we do a live on telegram i would like a you know i would like a more um maybe inter intimate environment for a, a bible study because i don't want a bunch of mockers on there um I, don't, I can't i don't want to be blocking bots while i'm on here the prince of persia well the prince of persia i don't know who the prince of persia is that's interesting of course that's you know, from the book of daniel so you can use zoom on um on telegram interesting so I do have the Zoom. That's where I, that's where I use. Uh, I do a lot of my um, 
my podcast, I use the Zoom app. So yeah, maybe I can do that. But yeah, I guess it's the thing. It's like when you realize this whole place is kind of like, you know, serving the religion of Babylon, there's definitely more than one, you know, but it is, there's, there's more than one suspect for who's the whore of Babylon. Well, the Bible, well, the Bible calls uh, the devil, the God of this world. I wouldn't call him a God with a, um, with a big G. I'd call him a little G God. He's a, like, he's a son of God. He was a, a direct creation of God. So the devil is a little G God. There's a lot of little G gods, but I mean, that. I guess that's the whole point is like, when you realize that, that these other, these places, here's what, here's what's kind of interesting. We actually think about it, like that all these ancient religions you know, they're all, they're all the same. And that's the point is like, do you think that just, just think about this idea of like this whole scientific approach of this world or this kind of, even like, even a very, um, milk, think of your milk toast church where they don't believe in any other gods. Well, all these other ancient religions had a, a, a some kind of unholy Trinity of a divine female, a sky daddy, and then they had a kind of a sun god, the sun, the son of God. And think about that. So they all had this. And so that what a lot of people think is none of those beings exist. All these other, you're talking about some of the greatest cultures of the world, you know, the things that they, these people did amazing things, and they all believed in this imaginary thing. No, the things they believed in were real. But again, it's confusing. But it's definitely real. And I think that's the whole point is like that there is definitely a you find out they're the same. And it's not the Greeks. That's interesting. When you, when you find out the Greeks, you know, they re understood that the Babylonian gods were the same as their gods. They understood that the Egyptian gods were the same as their gods. That's what was interesting. I found out. So about Tyre. So I was looking into the, the, the king of Tyre, the prince of Tyre. So Alexander the Great came over into uh to tyre when he was conquering these places and he wanted to sacrifice to their god melkort melkart because melkart was hercules to the greeks so think about that so they he knew that that was his god hercules so that's the so I, that's what i find interesting is like how did these these all these country, cultures that were separated by language and everything they knew that these other entities were their gods because their gods were real, you know, again, they're false gods, but they're real entities. And I find that very fascinating that, that there is this common thread that goes between all these places. And again, think about this. And I'm going to close with this. This idea is the fact that when you realize these mystery schools, so you, you think about like um, Bab Babylon, you have, uh, you have Egypt, ancient Egypt, Babylon, Kabbalah, you have these certain symbols, the Freemasonry, Illuminati, all this stuff. So when you realize this is what um, that uh, Manly P. Hall was talking about, that when you realize that all these ancient cultures are separated by languages, time, oceans, deserts, and all this kind of stuff, the thing that separates, the thing that they keep them together are the symbols. So that's how they knew which gods they served, right? They, the symbols were what they, what they really understood. So they spoke different languages, but they understood what they were saying when they did this.
when they saw the all seeing eye, when they saw the, when they saw the, the sun thing around the guy's head, that's your sun God. You know, they knew, they knew what those things meant. And I find that very fascinating because this is what it's about is the fact that that has not changed. That stuff is still here, but people still do that. And then people deny it, but you know what? That's who these people serve. They tell you they've always served. The people who have power in this world have always served these same things. And the Bible says that's in Yeah, Think of um, the Asherah poles. Yeah, those things are obelisks. The sacred pillars. The sacred pillars. They talk about sacred pillars in Tyre. It's interesting. It's all the same thing. So, anyways, I'm going to run tonight, guys. I appreciate you guys hanging with me, even through the... um you know, the bots and the trolls and all the, um, all the, all the, all the mayhem, but yeah, look forward this week. I'm going to, I'm going to go more into it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I got it. I got to do some more research, but, but maybe it might be fun to do some research with you guys. And I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm seeing if I, if that's a possibility. I'm still the, trying to <laughs> work out in my head, if that's a good idea, but it might be fun to actually have something interactive to like somebody to bounce these things off of. So yeah, link in the link tree. You guys follow me, Telegram, IG, YouTube. If you guys miss any of this live, I'm going to put it on YouTube. And eventually it will find its way onto uh, the uh, the audio-only podcasts, you know, so you guys can listen to everything we talked about tonight. So anyways, God bless you guys. I love you. Um, I'll see you guys very soon. Yikes. No, you probably weren't thinking that, were you? You're probably thinking, JT, that was a week.